0: We're in the midst of the holiest days of the year in which we've been invited to re-enter the reality through which God ultimately breathes salvation into this fallen sinful world and to every one of us who has already been baptized or into you if you're going to be baptized tomorrow evening. I'm very grateful that you have entered into this, particularly today, because so many of us really are afraid to do this. Many of us take for granted the salvation Jesus has brought. Many of us do believe that he's risen from the dead, but we've never connected on a deeper level that it isn't something just to be taken for granted. So blessed are you for not taking it for granted. We're invited to take each day of this triduum one day at a time and to remain in it. It's tempting for anybody, even a sincere person, to jump, particularly from the beginning of Good Friday to the resurrection. Please don't do that. This experience has been around for almost 2,000 years of people's allowing God to draw us in and seeing what God does with us. To remain just for 24 hours with Good Friday is a real decision. Many sincere Christians are afraid of Good Friday. We should be afraid of Good Friday. When the Son of God comes to this world 2,000 years ago, he is love himself. There are no shadows in Jesus. He is God who becomes a human being. Everything he says and does with every single person is God. He's the revelation of who God is. Every single thing he says and does with every person, he is the fully human person. He's what human beings are created to be. He's nothing but love. I'm repeating this on purpose. There are no shadows in Jesus. Anybody who encounters him fully encounters God and fully encounters the ideal, real human being. Last night at the evening mass of the Lord's Supper, we were given one model of who Jesus is by Jesus. So it has unique value. The model that he gives his disciples as he goes to his death is he washes his disciples' feet. He makes the choice to do an action that is self-sacrificing, it's humble, and it's service of others, including Judas, the person who's going to send him to his death. That's who Jesus is. He is self-sacrificing, humble, serving love for everybody. If Jesus came to this planet, I would just love him. I would be Seeking him as my best friend, if I had any clue who he was and if I experienced his love, I would do whatever he told me to do because I would realize he is speaking God's truth and I would know firsthand this is the fullness of human love. I want to be part of that. I want to imitate it. Everything I just said is false. That's what I would like to think. That is absolutely not true. It was absolutely not true with a few exceptions 2,000 years ago, and it is absolutely not true in my life. That's why Good Friday should be frightening. We just heard John's version of what actually happens when the Son of God, who is love, enters into relationships with people and allows people to freely respond. What people ultimately choose to do is to reject what Jesus says, what Jesus does, and who he is. What people decide to do is to become his enemies, not just to dismiss him, but to hate him. Not just to hate him, but to resolve to destroy him. Not just to oppose him, but to destroy him. What we decide to do when Jesus enters into this world is to go after him with weapons as if we need weapons against love. We decide to arrest him as a criminal. We decide to make up false accusations that have absolutely nothing to do with anything he said or done. We decide to make up false accusations of who he is and what he actually teaches in order to destroy him. We mock him. We surround him with people who are the lowest disgusting criminals, no matter what their position is on the planet. We choose to distance ourselves from holy people and to conspire with nasty people. When the Son of God actually comes among us, we decide to mock him. We decide to take thorns and to fashion them into a crown, which takes a lot of effort and a lot of sickness, we decide to take that, which you have to do really carefully because you could get really hurt by that, and we make the choice to push that into his skull. When the Son of God actually comes to this world, we decide to pass him on from authority to authority until we figure out how to even manipulate whoever has to be manipulated to destroy him. When love himself offers himself to us, we become part of an ever-available massive crowd of pathetic people, and we, as a crowd, decide to crucify him. When Jesus offers himself to us fully, we drag him out of the city and we kill him. The truth of Good Friday, which should frighten anybody, is that when the Son of God comes among us, we kill him. That happened 2,000 years ago. Once you understand that he is the Son of God, which I bet every single one of you does, once you understand that he is the eternal Son of God, it all becomes personal. He is a person. He was breathed into me from the moment I was baptized. When I sin, I choose to reject Jesus personally. When I sin, once I know who he is, I don't just go against some kind of teachings. I don't just make a mistake. I don't just turn against God. The truth of Good Friday is when I choose to sin, I crucify Jesus. Every single part of that passion, every part of that partial list I just gave you, I have done every single one of those things, and I presume most of you have as well. When I sin, I crucify Jesus. Who crucifies Jesus? As a serious sinner, I can tell you you crucify Jesus. Once you understand that you crucified Jesus, I can tell you as an experienced sinner and as a serious sinner, I can tell you you have two choices. Either you will continue to crucify Jesus or... Thank you for listening. To learn more and to get involved, Go to saintpatrickparish.com.